All right, so I guess I guess we're ready. Put the show on the road. Test, test, test. Huh. I just lost... I think I may have... Do you guys... Shit. Oh, man. I wasn't recording you guys this whole time. Uh. <laughs> what? Yeah, I just I just looked at my um, audacity, and it was only spiking when I was talking. Uh. I'm like, oh, shit. Uh. So that entire... Everything <laughs> for the last fifty minutes, you can only hear. It's only my voice <laughs> that got recorded. I say leave it like that. Uh, <laughs> oh shit! That's hilarious. From the beginning of the podcast. From the All beginning my stories, of the podcast. Everything gone. Everything gone. You can only hear me. You know, Frank, uh, pushing uh, air out of my nose. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't notice. The the lack of leveling and audacity. <laughs> no, I didn't look. I just assumed it was good. Like I uh, haven't, yeah, haven't had to mess with it in a long time. I think funny. I know what happened. Is um, over the weekend I recorded some stuff directly from the mic, so I bypassed my stereo mix that mixes in you guys. Oh, so I fucked up. Wow. <laughs> oh well. Uh, Welcome to the funny. Bad Boys Podcast. We uh, we just, we just <laughs> randomly little... ran on all things mus- movies twice. On everything. Unless you're not recording, right, Harley? Mm-hmm. Oh, we can uh, rant. Does it, if a bad boy rants in the middle of the forest and no one's around, does he still <laughs> rant? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. This is episode 309. Again. again. We're going to be randomly rant on all things <laughs> movies and music again. again. Rest in peace, Prince. Again. Uh, we're going to be talking about <laughs> the Forger that MCP <laughs> chose. Uh, Carly had us all on Precinct 13. We haven't gotten that far yet. So I am your host, Fonzo, a.k.a. Mike Lowry. Joining me as always. <laughs> and I mean always. Marcus. Uh, I'm sorry. I and this guy. Up, guys. Tony, a.k.a. MCP. You heard me you, twice. Why are you, why are so, you apologizing, yeah. sir? <laughs> Uh, cause, uh, I fudged up and I messed up and I wasn't recording yeah. for the yeah, first 50 much, minutes that we've been talking. How much did you record? Huh? Yeah. How, what? How much? How much did you not record? 50 minutes. minutes. 50 minutes. 50 fucking, yeah, look, I'm looking at the call right now. We're at 58. Yeah, 50 minutes. So 50 of those minutes was not recorded. We were talking. Well, we talked about we were having a good 90s time. pop songs. Yeah. We did name that tune for 20 minutes, which, by the way, I just want the internet world out there, all the <laughs> listeners, to know that I am a fabulous name that tuner from the 90s. Absolutely. No one's uh, going to know. No one's going to believe you, unfortunately. 
Bonzo danced right. the Prince song when he was in junior high and copped the field before his dad came and cock blocked. Yeah, it was a great story too. Too bad you missed it. <laughs> <laughs> Tony had absolutely nothing to add uh, mm. other than to remind us that he failed. Yeah. And all you can make it up is by doing the Running Man Challenge. Yes. Posting it on, on the site. Because <laughs> we did talk about that too. Oh, boy. Is that a first? Is this a first? No, nah, I'm sure this is the second or third time this has yeah, happened. We've okay. done it a couple. You know what, though? Cons- uh, considering what episode are we on? 309. <laughs> 309. So it's like 309.5 kind of thing. Sure. Um, I would say he's got a pretty good track record. I would say, like, if I had to do this every Tuesday on the yeah. amount of drugs that Tony does, yeah. uh, I'd, it's a coin flip every week that we'd actually record the podcast. <laughs> so, I, you know, so I his think ba- his batting record's still intact. Like he's still yeah. I think ultimately, sets. yeah, I think he's batting over. He's still an all star. He's still a superstar. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he just had like a bad game, like a Jordan with the flu game. He was just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, game. even even you know, Kobe shoots, you know. But poorly. Everybody has an off day, for sure. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't talk about that. What? Kobe retiring. I didn't? I don't think so. Was that this within this last week? Yeah, the, yeah, a week ago or whatever. You didn't talk about it last time? I didn't? I don't think so. Maybe you didn't. I just I did it when out. it wasn't recording. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't listening either. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that I did it. That's weird. You might have, and I just wasn't listening. I don't know. Uh, yeah, crazy. No, because you could have spurred me to start talking about Kobe. You know. Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah, like I said, he um, one single man uh, had better ratings than uh, the Warriors having the, the, the best record in the NBA, beating the 95, 96 Bulls or 92 Bulls. Huh. So they only had 71 wins. Warriors had 72, and everybody's watching the Kobe game. I mean, everybody was there. Jay-Z, Kanye, Snoop, David Beckham. I mean, everybody was there watching it. I, I, oh. If I didn't talk about it, I, I my bad. My apologies. Uh, yeah, I'm almost positive you didn't talk about it. Oh, weird. Yeah. Uh, what are you I mean, do? it's all good. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. He didn't die. No, I know. I, know. <laughs> I get your stories confused. What the hell? He well, no, no, no. jinx though, man. Kobe, honestly, Kobe Remember, was. One I'm of not the, a fan of Kobe, so Kobe, Kobe Bryant was one of the best guitar players ever. Ever. That's what I heard. I heard. Yeah. Eric Clapton said that. About he did, huh? He did. You're right. <laughs> I had my very first blowjob to Kobe's basketball game at Staples oh, Center. There you go. I think. What was that? How it went? Ooh. Yeah. Unbelievable. Wow. This is funny. It's like all the inside jokes and the people are listening going, what are they talking about? <laughs> yeah. Like, like how you said people and not person. Yeah. Cause happy LV426 day, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's gone. Uh, yeah. All of it's gone. Of it's, gone. Yeah. Oh. it's only in our memory, like normal conversations. Wow. That's so bizarre. So weird. Oh man, everyone's listening. What is going on? We're yeah. well. So Travolta, Travolta, yes, was in a little movie called The Forger. Mm-hmm. Played and a Tony thief. was Tony was just about to explain to us. I was just about to read the synopsis. A thief works with his father and son to forge a painting by Monet and steal the original. Together, they plan the heist of their lives. So it's a little, it's a, it's a little movie, slow burner. Um, 
I just chose it just for the hell of it. But I'm, um, the fact that Travolta's in it and Ty Sheridan and Christopher Plummer, I was like, I recognize all these motherfuckers. Well, Definitely not only do we recognize them, but they've all been in fabulous movies, it, you know, or several fabulous movies throughout their career. So, right. So I was like, wait, yep, give it a shot. Um, and, and fellow bad boy alumni, Julio Oscar Machoso. Yeah, I noticed that too. I recognized it. I was like, oh shit, it's Emma no, fucking got James did until I said it right now. Don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> You know, my therapist has been teaching me uh-huh. some new breathing techniques okay. to calm myself and not become so reactory. What? That's a good word. That's a good word for the. the you make that up. Reactory. Reactory, huh? And uh, I'm I'm putting those putting those skills to the test right now. Oh, wow. Bad boy. Well, I, I sure hope so. I'm, I want to see if it works. <laughs> so dumbass. Bitch. Reactory. Fuck you. Hey, yo. Motherfucker, how about hey, that? Prince, hey, Prince sucked. Oh, hey, you suck, buddy. Woosah. Woosah. He needs to calm down. You train wrecking DJ. Hey, yo. You suck. Makes it suck. So, anyways. <laughs> Speaking of suck, this movie sucked. Oh, there it is, kids. Yeah, right, he said coming, it. coming right out and saying it. Travolta, man. Okay, first off, what the fuck was growing on his chin? And why did he have that? <laughs> the entire movie was so distracting. Like, really? <laughs> and that hairpiece, you're not fooling anybody. All right? I like older Travolta. This new Travolta is super creepy. His face is creepy. It's like he's wearing a, he's wearing a mask of Travolta in his face. Oh, and he's shit. got a that fake is... wig. It's that so is... distracting, dude. It's so weird. I like Christopher mm-hmm. Plummer. You know, last I saw him was in The Beginners, and I really enjoyed that movie. So to see him in this was cool. Entire Sheridan, you know, we're all huge fans of him, right? Um, but then he look, he's being chased by by uh by that woman, and he's on the roof, and he can't make that fucking. You're being chased by the police. You're not telling me you're not gonna jump that fucking. And they have that weird angle where he jumps. It wasn't even him. He's running all awkward. He's running all slow. It's like this is just so like what who like what happened to him? Like I get it, we all get old, man. But his his whole him. I think like, he's, had, he's probably had some work done. You think? <laughs> I think if they if they remake Le- Texas Chainsaw Massacre again, he can play Leatherface because his fucking face is Leatherface. His face is forging. He's the forger. He He's is forging Ultra Volta. His face is full of Monet. He's sixty-two years old. You know, from far away it looks great, but from up close to the full, it's a big mess. And rent. Go ahead. You guys were saying you guys like. Yeah, I. You know, I programmed to it, so oh, I did Here we I go. Didn't, I didn't hate it as much as you did. Yeah, this is a programming movie for sure. Yeah. The dialogue has somebody hold on real quick, just in case we have a new listener and they want to say programming, what are they talking about? Please elaborate that MCP. Well it all started when I was watching movies and I couldn't stop working, so I would just continue programming. Um and the movie would just play in the background. So it caught on and that's that's how we all watch movies now. We just program to them. Well, we don't always, but th- I, I think that what Liars. we've also talked about is when we see a movie that we're kind of trying to program to, but it catches our interest, and we're like, we could, we can't, we can't keep programming to it. We have it, it, it's you so guys good. Never, that like, we... just turn the movie on and give it a chance first before we start. Programming? Oh no, absolutely, yeah, oh, okay. no, I do that all the time. Yeah, I mean, 
you know, know some it's up of these to the movie kind of smaller independent the... films that are you know sort of just dialogue-y and stuff like dialogue-y. Um, I, uh, I'll, I'll, I can program too. But, um, or movies that I have to watch by myself because Chris doesn't want to watch them. I'll usually yeah. watch them on the computer or something like that. Right. So, um, but I take an MCP programs every time. Yeah, it's up to the movie to pull me out of programming, not the other way. Oh, okay. Also, a movie is boring un- until proven otherwise. <laughs> until, exactly, until proven entertaining. So let's let's find this. Th- let's let's uh, let's put that theory to the test. Nope. How, how was this movie? <laughs> Did uh, you stop programming? No, not even a no. little bit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Why? Why? What happened? MCP? Uh, no, there's you? just nothing worth worth stopping for. Um, I mean, there's that. There was that that twist. The Ty Sheridan. He's 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 gonna die. It's like right, you know, he's got cancer. Yeah, or it's, it's like, right oh, at the so beginning. So yeah, right really... at the beginning, he, he, it's revealed. Um, and so that's the guy's motivation for coming, you know, for breaking out of prison or or making yeah. a deal to get out of prison. And it's supposed to be this this moral thing where, like, you know, he wants to do good because he's not he's not even that much of a criminal. <laughs> he just, you know, he he forged a painting. He's a forger. Right, it's a nonviolent crime, mm-hmm. and uh, and it, it makes it out like he's this big old badass, you know, that that was in jail. Well, he's Irish, and they all everybody's got the Irish accent, which we sort of associate that with. Uh, Is that badass. what that was? I thought it was a Boston accent. It sounded Boston to me. Yeah. Well, I think like it's, a attempt attempt to Boston. Yeah. Well, I think they're Irish or claiming Cutter. Is Cutter an Irish last name? Cutter. Yeah, Wicked Pissa. Surname. Park the car and have a yard. Cutter. English from an ancient derivative of Old English chitin to cut, possibly apply it as an occupational name for a tailor or barber, Americanized form of German cutter. How did you like the movie? Um, I didn't hate it, but it did not. It bored me. It Mm. it never. As Udo Kier would say, how would he say it, Harley? It never worked. It it just yeah, never it um, caught or, my interest. The only uh, part that I thought was like, "Hey, that that that's real. That's what would happen." When the kid said, "Okay, I want to have sex," you know, I'm gonna fucking die of cancer. I want to have sex. Put that on my goddamn list. Yeah. I was like, "Okay, I think that's a little realistic." You know, mm-hmm. I would probably ask him the same thing. As to, uh, that was my yeah, reaction to that. I, I was I like. Felt- Fuck yeah. that shit! I want, I want to have, I'm get laid. Yeah, be too nice. You want to throw several lines somewhere? You're like, all right. I mean, sev- uh, several. Uh, you know, the the film, the strength of the film is the the three characters interacting. You know, Travolta gets out. Uh, his father, played by Christopher Plummer, who's really kind of old school, and you know, um, you know, very. What's a better way? School old. Old school, school old. Uh, And then Ty Sheridan, which is, you know, he's like 15 or something like that. Um, And and so you have some moments of where the performances come out, I would argue. Um, And then Plummer has a couple moments that are genuinely kind of funny. Uh, um, That's if you're not programming. Yeah, well, I mean, you know. You can miss it. But the bad guy is so bad in the sense of the like with the long hair with the drapes the curtains yeah and then it's like <laughs> it's kind of lame. He, it was so poorly scripted performed um the whole plot line with the 
mom was had like a fucking year old kid's haircut. Like, why do you have that haircut? It's like not fooling what you're the bad guy and that's your fucking haircut? Really? Really? There was there was a lot of I'm like I wasn't threatened by the bad guy. Uh, and then sort of the plot twist at the end where he betrays him, I'm like, yeah, you could have seen that one coming. Um, and so from a screenplay, it was really lazily uh, written. <laughs> yeah, your own dialogue. Every, yeah, I do. Who's <laughs> kind of long, too? No, it's not. It's an hour and 32 minutes. That's damn. That's too damn long. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Maybe if your programming doesn't feel that long, but when someone sits there and watches a fucking movie, it's pretty goddamn long. Start breathing, Harley. I'm about to fucking punch you in the face. So keep my. talking. <laughs> yeah, you guys are being way too nice. It's not that bad. I don't. I mean, yeah, it's it's a little boring, but it's not. It's a little terrible. boring. Yeah. Uh huh. Well, like, I can imagine. I can imagine. I would have not enjoyed just sitting there watching it at all. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I can I only stomach really, it because I was programming. Yeah. I'm going to start learning to program just like a program so I don't have to watch the movie. Damn. That's, that's the spirit. <laughs> I tried to give a movie a chance. I really did. Well, did you finish it? Yeah, I finished it. I'm looking at him and I'm just like I said, I'm like, and then he, he looks awkward painting. Like he's supposed to be like, oh god, when he's no, copying so, it. Yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, you know. Well, and the ending is really like <laughs> abrupt. Yeah, I, I was like, wait a second, credits. Like I could just, see, I was like, this ain't the end of the movie, is it? This is like the beginning of the third. Wait, that's the credits. I was like, ah, all right. Yeah. Like I, I guess I had a sense of relief when it was over because yeah, it was you so were excited. So Fine. when it was over, I was like, oh. Like right, it, well, it was over. Yeah, because I only wasted an hour and a half of my life and not like two hours and ten minutes kind of thing. So well, like next week when if you'll you'll forget this whole movie. Oh god, yes. I I already forgot it. I like Which I'm sucks because it breaks Ty Sheridan's, you know, good streak that he had. Yeah, absolutely. You know. So. Well, and like I said, Plumber the the three had had moments of Sort of I fun. The series with that fucking chin thing yet. Well, I, again, I was programming. I wasn't staring at it like you. It's uh, hard to miss. I, I, I. Yeah, I mean, I noticed it. Yeah, that was a little. Yeah, you noticed. That's right. Like, uh, what is that? <laughs> it's growing. Like I shave it off. A cockroach on his chin. Why do you have that little piece? It's not even like in the middle of his chin or in his butt chin. It's like on the side. It's like under. It's so weird. <laughs> I can review that whole that piece the whole. Movie. You're focusing on his chin. Focus on the quality of the movie. Okay, that's that's, that's the good. point. <laughs> the best that's part the of the point, movie. Yeah. Is I can't focus terrible. on myself until I'm distracted. <laughs> oh man, can we talk about something we did like, like last, like Game of Thrones? <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Oh, you didn't watch it? No, no I didn't like it. Oh, you didn't like it? It was just a setup. You know, nothing happened That's in it. What every season uh, of Game of Thrones? Yeah, is. I need that recap tired too, of it. man. A lot of shit was going on. Yeah, I'd rather, just, I'd rather just binge it. Yeah, so uh, waste of time. That would be a waste of time. For the order, yeah. Another one. Now, Fonzo, I feel like you're giving. You might just give it a piece of shit. <sighs> you know, cause it's got a boy time. I'm gonna give it a pass. But normally. Uh-huh. Would have gotten that, yeah. So, pass meaning a waste? It's a waste. That would be a waste of time. He's been too good for too long, so. He's in Ready Player One. He's in the new X Men movie, so history can, he, can, he can come back out of that. 
Yeah, I saw that. I actually watched that trailer. Yeah. You did see it? Well, the X-Men one. Yeah, the final one? Yeah. What the hell made you want to watch that? Because I still wasn't convinced that I wanted to watch that movie. Uh, yeah, I don't want really And after seeing it, what happened? Eh, I'm still, I'm still oh, me. Boy. This fucking guy. Yeah. Is it just me or are they shitting out these X-Men movies? Like, they have secretly, since the new cast, made... Oh, it did good. Like, it's making money. Three? Yeah, that's or is this the fourth? What? Well, the X-Men first three. class, right? Yeah, and then... And that was X-Men... Uh, what was the last one? Of them being young? I thought there was only one. No, because no, 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 this, this, this is at fucking, least... Yeah, Cyclops uh, and Jean Grey are young in this one. Yeah, Nightcrawler. Right, so this is the second, right? No, no, no. no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was first the class, third. and then it was this one. X-Men first class, Days of Future Past. That's the one. And now this one. Uh, yeah, so Days there's three. Passes. And the first class was in 2011. That'll make uh, Hugh Jackman play Wolverine ten times now. Jesus Christ. So in five years, they've they've made three X-Men movies. The X-Men and first time in 2011, then 2014, 2016. Yeah, so there's one year in between the last one and now. They're 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 making them quicker. That's pretty I was, quick. Oh, dang, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Huh. That's that's what I was thinking. I was like, whoa, they're making this like every two years now? It's like, so, considering the movies are, you know, essentially unrelated. Yeah. Well, who had the extra credit? I think I did. Right, so we, we, was that a universal waste of time? Yes. That would be a waste of time. Baby, are you taping? Baby, are you taping? So I saw uh, Assault on Precinct 13, which is a remake from uh, a John Carpenter film. Mm-hmm. Which rated uh, X. Yeah, I'm curious. Well, and this one's pretty graphic, too. Um, this one was directed by uh, Jean Frant. Francois Rick say say with the accent. Come on now. Jean Jean Francois Richet <laughs> from Paris, France. Uh-huh. Um, who never really directed anything before or after. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, he's did some stuff, but uh yeah. foreign films. Mm-hmm. Um So, yeah. Um and uh, I liked it. I remember seeing it and liking it. So, uh, but only seeing it once, and uh, so I had to go back and, and rewatch it. So, uh, you know, rated R, hour and forty nine minutes. It's uh, a police sergeant must rally the cops and prisoners together to protect themselves on New Year's Eve, just as a corrupt policeman surround the station with the intent of killing all to keep their deception in the ranks. And. Um, I like the cutthroat nature of the screenplay. I love mm. the fact that mm-hmm. Gabriel Byrne is like, look, we just got to kill them fucking 18 people, 13 people, because it's either them or I'm going to jail. And I damn it, the people. I don't want to go to jail. So, um, so yeah, I like that the, the plot is not, I would say, super typical Hollywood. You know, maybe because it is a remake and the original was a, a little, a little edgier. Um, you know, the whole, the whole point, the whole storyline that uh, you know Gabriel Byrne is a dirty cop. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've obviously seen plenty of movies with dirty sure. cops, yeah, but yeah. it's usually a plot twist at the end, right? And this one, they give it to us right away, and they go, yeah. "No, this is just a fucking a vicious, you know, 
And then you know, and I didn't even see that coming. That was a twist to me at the beginning because I didn't didn't read the synopsis, so I had no idea what was coming. Oh, so it was kind of cool. Yeah. So I kind of so you stop programming for thirty seconds. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It sets it up just to be this brutal, you know, sort of action suspense where you know. Fishburn is like a badass organized crime, and we see a couple, a little bit at the very beginning. How oh, is this uh, Fat Larry or regular Larry? I, th- I think it's like I think it's midweight Larry. <laughs> it's a welterweight. <laughs> I think he's getting fat, but he ain't a hundred percent fat yet. Um, but he ain't deep cover. Him, so. He ain't Larry Fishburn. He's he's Lawrence Fishburn. Gotcha. Boy, are you and, fat? <laughs> <laughs> but, but you called him Larry, so yeah. Well, he went by Larry Fishburne. Um, he did? Yeah, early in his career. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. Oh, he did. Uh-huh. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. No, he did. Look up, look up the credits for deep, deep. You look stuff. up the credits. Look, motherfucker. Don't <laughs> fuck with me. My breathing hasn't worked out quite as <laughs> I had hoped. Uh-huh. You gotta tell your therapist that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, if you look up deep cover. Uh-huh. It looked it's, like he uh, stopped going by Larry Fishburne in 1993. Yeah. yeah, there you go. He wanted to be taken more serious. In 91, he's Lawrence Fishburne in Boys in the Hood. But it says, as Larry Fishburne. Where? So if you just click on Lawrence Fishburne on his IMDb, scroll all the way down to the 90s. I can't even see his name. Why, the, why is it even top bill? That's weird. And it, it looks like... Uh, yeah, I think Tony's spot on. The last one was a TV series called Tribeca, nineteen ninety three. Oh, Larry Fishburne. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I was right. <laughs> you so, um, you know, he's very charismatic actor. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you throw John Leguizamo. He's he's a really talented actor, and he plays sort of this dopey drug dealer. You know, who's uh, not drug dealer, drug addict, and. You got Ja Rule, which I can't. I'm glad. Smiley's, you know, he's kind of a character of a human being kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, you got Brian Dennehy. It's always cool to see him. Um, Maria oh, Bella, sure. it's always cool to look at her. <laughs> um, <laughs> although she, her, she's got an interesting story arc that that. It's a really sharp story arc. At the beginning of the movie, she's really straight-laced doctor. And then when the bullets start flying, she turns into, like, the damsel in distress kind of thing. <laughs> which I thought was kind of uh, poorly written. But, um, uh, yeah, I liked it. I thought, I, thought, uh, I thought it worked for what it's trying to be, you know. Um, I liked it. Um, I, I did have a problem with... The ending all of a sudden on the they're they're in like Detroit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like concrete jungle, and then all of a sudden they're in the middle of Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> it's snowing in Alaska. They are literally outside of a police precinct, and all of a sudden the sh- the scene, like filming location, is in fucking British Columbia. Like it was, <laughs> it was fucking bizarre to me. So. <laughs> Uh, that part kind of bumped me, but um, uh, yeah, I had fun with the movie. What about you guys? Have you seen this before? No. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so what were like your I, said, on? I was completely surprised by the, the 
you know, the, the police twist, you know, um, I was totally buying that it was, it was Bishop's men outside the whole time. I was like, oh, these motherfuckers, man, you know, he's, he, he, they got sniper rifles and shit. It's like, mm-hmm. damn, he's got a good crew. <laughs> and it's like, oh, <laughs> well, that makes sense. <laughs> They're all fucking cops. <laughs> ha! The movie was filmed in fucking Ontario, Canada. <laughs> cool. There you so go. Let's fucking film down the yeah. fucking woods. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. <laughs> but I, I enjoyed it. It was. It was actually. Um, I can't. I don't. I can't remember programming too much to it. Like it. Okay. It was actually pulling me out of my work, um, and I was paying attention. Um, the chemistry between fish and hawk. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I love that restaurant. Fish and Hawk. Yeah, that's a whole eighties <laughs> TV show right there. I've ever heard one. Yeah, no shit. Fish and Hawk. Uh, yeah, so that, they were good. Um, he, Ethan Hawk's always got that. The, like at the beginning when he's playing the uh, the undercover cop and he's just that that drug guy and he's all like fidgety and whatnot. Yeah. Like he he I feel he does that well. Uh-huh. So carrying that into the character that's kind of still traumatized and messed up, I was buying it. You know, that he, like, doesn't want to go out in the field, blah, blah, blah. He's sitting behind a desk. You know, the, the whole reason he has a therapist trying to, you know, get him to admit it. Mm-hmm. I was like, I, I, could buy, I bought his character. Uh-huh. And and Larry Fish, he's, yeah, he's a smooth criminal. So, yeah, I, I was enjoying their, their screen time more than anything. For sure. Yeah, yeah, I had seen it a long time ago, and this was like a cool like popcorn flick. I remember going to the theater. I'm like, you yeah. know, like I think Jeremy Dematteo was like coming out of like Sopranos at the time, mm-hmm. and um, and uh, I'd never seen the original, but I, but I had known it was a remake, and just seen the trailer. It's a cool trailer. When you watch the trailer, it's a it's a very it's a it's a very good trailer. Like it sells the movie perfectly, and um, you're like what the bad guys got to help the good guys? Like you you got to we got any other choice? And uh, I remember, like, Lego's on, like, when he just shows up. He's just one of those cool characters, like, yeah. when he shows up, he, you know, he doesn't, like, phone it in, but he, like... He's such a he's talented a very chameleon. actor. He is. He really is. He's like, I think he's very underrated. You know yes, what I mean? Yes, he is. Like, in Chef, he's such a cool, like, friend, and he can play just laid back, and then, like, then he can play crazy, like, in um crazy villain in Romeo and Juliet. I love him in that. Um, and they could play crazy wacky like in Spawn. He played that clown. Yeah, I was just about to say, one, look yes. at that. Look at the range from Spawn. The you Devastator. Know, just, just, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You just look at the the work he's done. He's just just great. So whenever he pops up, Violator is that what it was? Is that Killjoy? I can't remember the guy's name. Oh, the Killjoy? clown's name in the from Spawn. Violator. That's what oh, it's Violator. That's right. Killjoy Violator, thinks yeah. another guy. Violator. That's right. But yeah, um, even like in the little part in John Wick, like when he showed up, I'm like, oh hell yeah. And I wish he I wish, maybe he's he's in it more in the second one, but I just saw Lawrence Fishburne's in John Wick too, so that's that's a big heavy hitter. That's pretty cool. Mm. Um, but yeah, I was I remember watching it and enjoyed it. Like uh, Gabriel Burns, one of those guys that you know he 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 did a lot back in the day, but in this one when he came out and he played the bad guy, he, I, th- I thought he did good. You know, he's always I always see him as a good guy. Or he's always played roles where you know um, I like when someone just gets out of the comfort zone and tries something different. And I thought it, I thought it worked for him, you know. Um, and yeah, I just remember um, um, enjoying when I watched it again, and, and then just watching it again, I got, I got hooked again. Like you said, Tony, you're right. When Hawk and and uh, Fish and Hawk <laughs> are, are, are together, it, it's, it's great. It works, and you know, because I could, you could easily be bored, right? If it was say 
Oh, bag, bag of Travolta. Yeah, it, it was somebody exactly. Else. If it didn't, if the chemistry between those two didn't work, and you didn't, you weren't rooting for both of them. You, right. The movie would just be like automatically, like John Russo. Torture, like, oh, man. Please let Smiley get killed off. You know, you're like, come on, <laughs> you're not rooting for him. You're automatically, come on. You know, um, and uh, yeah, it was just like uh, it made me want to watch the original. Though. It made me want to watch Carpenter's because I know, like the. You know, score is gonna be amazing, and uh, it just looks great. Like I said, it's fucking rated X. Like when it came out, it came out in '76. Um, so cool story. Yeah, I, I thoroughly, I enjoyed it. I had fun with it. I'm gonna buy it for a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. I'll buy it for yeah, thirteen dollars. How about that? There you <laughs> go. It's uh, yeah, it's absolute dollar for sure. I'd buy that for a dollar. Agreed. I'd buy that for a dollar. Right it on. You know what else I saw? I was celebrating little man's birthday over the weekend. Yeah. Oh, dude just turned seven on the 22nd. Crazy. It is Happy crazy. birthday, little crew. Absolutely. And it's, it's, it's wild, right? So, Friday, um, when I got off work, Tony and Laney came over, and, uh, my sister was over. We were celebrating little man's birthday. He, like I said, I can't believe, he's, I, like I said, I was talking about before, you know, pictures of him, everything in HD, videos, like it's like it was just yesterday. So, see him growing up, it's, and then seeing River and Reagan grow up too, I'm like, man, next thing I know, these motherfuckers going to be seven. It's it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's really nuts. So, Amy was like, yeah, let's just have a little thing on Friday and then on Sunday, okay, him, him and a couple friends, and we'll go see the Jungle Book. So, let me just tell you, seeing the movie, Fantastic. Going with a bunch of killer kids, <laughs> a mm. bunch of friends. Woo. Talk about breathing Tough. exercises, Harley. Oh. Talk <laughs> about your breathing exercises, oh. Harley. I don't know why I didn't think about that. About what? It's like about the 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 experience of going to the theaters to watch a super kid friendly animated film. Well, it's not animated. Well, yes, yeah. live action. Well. It's close enough. Yeah, what, what, pretty much can be animated. <laughs> we're starting to we're starting to bridge the gap here, people. Yeah, seriously. Oh, so they filmed um, live panthers and uh, bears talking. Mm. Is <laughs> there one trainers, man? The stuff they can do now. But that's what I mean. <laughs> Is there it's... one human actor in the movie? Yeah, Bill Murray was in that bear suit. I don't know if oh, you guys there knew. you go. Yeah. So. No, yeah. I mean, they're all voiced. Yeah, they're all voiced, and the only the only li- the only person is a little kid. You know, little Mowgli, little Neil Seth, and then I saw little, I saw clips of him like on these green screens, and, and it, it was crazy. It's like almost all filmed in green screen. Um, sure, but all these locations look uh, spectacular. It's amazing. Um, let me just say, let me start off real quick. Uh, I don't know if you guys seen the animated movie. Oh, a hundred times! One of my favorite movies of all time, Disney okay. animated films. Okay, it's, it's an me. absolute classic. I've seen it a couple times. Okay. So yeah, so the, you know, you guys know the story. Then. I don't even oh, Jesus! Just, yeah, <laughs> I had never seen the animated movie, so. Oh wow! I yeah, uh, I mean, I've seen clips of it and everything. I knew I knew oh. the song, but this is the first time I'm seeing it. Um, so you know, he's raised by wolves, a little wolf pack. You know, they got the little cute little little wolves, little cubs. Um, they're friends with them, and they're teaching them. Like I don't know, like I said, how different from the animated movie. But um, they teach him like, "Hey, you, you're a wolf, so don't be doing your human tricks." Because the part where they're all getting water, and he's got a little bucket to help him. And like, "Hey, what I say? No, no tricks. You got to be like <laughs> us, right?" Um, 
And then Idris Elba comes in as the fucking tiger. What was he play? Fucking uh, uh, Shere Khan. Shere Khan, man. <sighs> man, that motherfucker has a bad guy. That voice. Woo! He's fucking badass, and this tiger is badass. He even got like a one colored eye. He's almost like Scar. It's like, all right, come on. This is enough with the villains. We got the Scar and the one eye. Like, all right, this shit's been done, right? But on this tiger, it works because he's got like the stripes, and he's just menacing. And it's like. It reminded me of like the Lion King. Remember how, how like Scar would move? You know, he's got these claws and, and, and it's just, it's creepy because uh, animals are really quick, right? And they got fangs and they got their claws. I'm starting to sound like swingers, but they just, you know, they're, <laughs> they're almost like monsters, right? They're almost like, you know, so it just works, but it just, it was, it was just, it, it, would, it was like refreshing to see something different like this, you know? Then you're seeing the same stuff over and over again. The little kid's super cute and the, and then the, 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 the um, the relationship he has with the the panther, and then when he meets Bill Murray character, the the bear. I forgot his name again. What is it? Uh, Baloo. Baloo. Yeah, and Bagheera. Want to be like voice, you? Oh, voice, no, that's that's, <laughs> that's the voice, orangutan. <laughs> voiced by uh, Ben Kingsley. Yeah, and then fucking Christopher Walken as King Louie, and he's not like the little little one from the animated movie. This motherfucker's like King Kong. He's huge. Oh, he's he shows huge. up. Oh yeah. But it's so cool because fucking Christopher Walken. It's like, <laughs> hey, you know who I am, kid? And it's just like, yeah, you're Christopher Walken. <laughs> it's, not, it's not distracting because you, you're so into the movie and the part. And, you know, because like you said, you guys know, like they kick him off and he's trying to go back to, to, to live with other, with the humans. So, but the tiger just wants him fucking dead. So you know, it's the adventure they have. He's a threat. The- he's a threat. Exactly. Yeah, he's a human. So, I mean, yeah. uh, ironically, I I think one of the things that really drew me to the original originals from 1967, it's a wow. long fucking time ago, is the movie is like it's a love story to evolution. If I mean, you were just talking about like, well, that's so funny you said that because I was I, yeah, it made me think like very self conscious. Like you're thinking of like they're like, well, we're in a drought, and then you know they're a little little pond little place where they go to get water it's almost gone it's like their peace rock it's called and uh, they all hang out there but you feel you feel for these animals like oh man like they're not even real but you feel for them. they feel they look so real and uh and you're thinking of like oh here we go talk about man thinking how we destroy the forest right and these animals can't anywhere to live or 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 just thinking of i was looking at some of these animals like thinking like, oh man you know some of these are extinct you know like the some of those rhinos or um it just made it made me think of like the animals and like the forest and like you said, Harley. Um, evolution in this Disney movie. I'm thinking about all like rural stuff, you know. Yeah. Well, of- yeah. Well, and and Disney's you know historic for writing fun animated you know kids movies with you know under. I mean, look at movies like Wall-E and stuff like that. Right. You know what I mean? But we always um, see like animated movies with animals, right? Where they're talking, right? They're CG, like um. Like Zootopia, right? This whole new movie was just all animals, right? We've seen it in Bugs Life where they're animals, right? Sure. Uh, but to see them in like, like look like real, but then the talk, it was, it was different and it, and it worked and it was really cool. I even saw Amy getting a little choked up in some parts, um, oh. with like the mom and the cubs, you know? And, um, yeah, this movie fucking worked, dude. I really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. It was really cool to see. Like I said, it's just something different. Like if you've seen the animated movies, so there might be some things that you'll know. But to me, it kind of was like a clean slate. It was all new to me. That's cool. so, yeah. So I didn't have that whole thing about like, oh, I wonder if they'll do this from that animated movie. So to me, that's man, that's I, yeah. That was the thing for me is yeah. is I never actually saw any of the trailers either. And okay. so, 
but I know yeah. the original quite well. Right. And, it's got an eight point on IMDb. John Favreau yeah. directed it. Yeah. Um, you know, he did, he did especially come from Chef to this. He did really good. Hey, what's weird? There's another Jungle Book coming out with um, mm-hmm. our, our favorite CG character, Andy Serkis. He's making. Um, I think if you look him up, I think there's another one coming up, which is really weird because this one is doing so well. Um, but um, yeah, this one I I'd have to watch it again. But it's it, it was teetering to a slater. Like I just this is wow. so much fun I had. Ooh. But it's for right now it's a very high buy for a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. Like I said, Harley's already seen it, so or seen the anime, so it's kind of hard to say stuff that you, you've already seen. So. Um, did you see the trailer at all? Were you interested at all? Or? I'm definitely interested. Yeah, you should. Yeah, I think you like just from the CG alone, or just from the what character. The you, fuck? You, what? You're right. I mean, they yeah. got a movie coming out in 2018 called The Jungle Book. Yeah. An orphan boy is raised in the wild, so it's there. Yeah. But Benedict Cumberbatch, Batch, Christian Bale, Andy Serkis, Kate Blanchett, like. These are yeah. gigantic actors, yeah. <laughs> but they just made the movie. I, that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So luckily, this one came out first, you know, because we always remember our first, right? Everybody, right? Anybody? Yeah. Am I right? <laughs> so no, just when you watch the CG, you you forget. Like it's like, yeah, these aren't. I mean, but they're talking. But you're you're in the you're in this world. Like automatically, like he the very cool thing. You're, he's running through the through the through the jungle. And and the Panthers like with them and uh, I keep hearing them calling by their animal. I want to call them by their names, <laughs> um, Bagheera. And the, and then uh, he's he's racing and one of the branches falls. And he goes, "Oh man, I would totally beat you if this branch." And he's swinging. He's running really quick. And this little kid, he's just so cool. Like he he uh, he's such a good actor for him. Think about it. He was acting by him fucking self. Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you know? good point. Everybody's just voicing the characters. This dude is just running around in mud, swinging through all these green screen, and like talking to these. Well, that, that nobody's there for little kids. <laughs> that's what they do anyway, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So it's <laughs> they like just run yeah, around and playing, pretend, playing, pretend. Yeah, you're right. So yeah, good point. So you know, it's like it's it's just easy. It's just a day in the playground for him. Yeah, um, but then to put it all together. But at that age, you know, it's kind of still cool. yeah to have the discipline to or even pretend like yo, you're being chased by a tiger right now. Run like you've never run before, right? Because um, there's some parts that gets really intense, like when this, when Scarlett Johansson as the snake when she comes out, it gets really creepy. I mean, he's, she's he's, she's talking to her and, and uh, oh, and the just, snake in the the original, the '67, is fucking slimy. I mean, okay. he's, yeah, he's yeah. he's he hypnotizes you with his eyes. Oh, well, then it's cool. She does that too, and when she's yeah. talking to him, she's slowly wrapping around herself mm-hmm. on him. You're like, oh shit! Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, very. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So then you got these cool CG characters, right? You got this bear, you got um, you got the the, the panther, you got the tiger. So when they're fighting, I'm like fucking cheering, dude. I'm like hell yeah, because you know, like when animals fight, you know, that they're, they're they're like, uh, especially when cats fight, you know, or when they're even when they're play fighting, you always see them using their hind legs, right? They'll like grab them with their, t- you know, mm-hmm. with their front legs, but the, from their back legs, they're always like pushing off real quick, right? I've seen cats fight all the time, so they do that. And you see them do that, like the tiger kicks off like that, or, or when he needs to bite, and they bite, and, and it gets really scary and ferocious, and it just fucking worked, man. I, I really want you guys to watch it, just talk about it some more, because it was a really cool experience, and I just had fun. Now, going with kids, now that's a whole other story. <laughs> you know, one of his friends just bah, bah, jumping up and down, dang, 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 standing up, or just having full-on conversations. I'm like, hey. Oh, see, I mean, just like yes, just to the, ADHD yes. to the yes. max. Yes, yeah, so, so he gets up, and then Jeff's kid gets up. So it's me. So it's Amy on my left. It's me, 
and then Crew's friend Hans, and then Crew, and then his friend James, and then his friend Garrett, and then Jeff, and the Garrett's dad Jeff, and then Chad on the other side, and then Bram on the other side. And poor Chad and Bram, they had a kid behind them out of all these seats behind them, and they keep kicking the fucking chair the entire time. And he told them to stop three times, and the kid was with his grandparents. And That's I'm like, the thing with kids, man, they're oblivious <laughs> to that kind of shit. I know. I know. Um, what's funny though, like Chris, uh, Cruz friend Han would like, whenever he was talking, he'd tell them to shh, but then he would start talking. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? What are you talking? You're telling them to stop <laughs> talking. Quiet. You gotta listen talk. to me. So I get, I get Cruz popcorn, cause he, he would always pass it to me when he was done using it, but then we got hungry. I had to keep passing it to him like 10 times. But at one point I grabbed the popcorn when he was talking, I just fucking threw it at his kid friend. <laughs> what does he do? He lands on the shirt, he just picks up and eats it. Not face at all. <laughs> I was like, I'm done. I give up. What's the point? No, <laughs> I just like, no shame. It's just talking, talking. Or the kid looks at me. He goes, he goes. How much more till the movie's over? I just straight up ignored him. Uh, I said, Watch the fucking movie. Because I know, like, kids, come on, man. you guys don't have attention for the for a movie now. Like, you gotta, you, you gotta have an iPad in front of you. It's like, come on, man. You know, mm-hmm. this kid's playing outside with animals. Like, it just made me think. Like, you know, we gotta limit these kids and their iPads and. Gonna have them play outside. Let's let them use that imagination, like you said, Tony. Like, like well, we, it's funny it, that right? you say that because you went to a movie to provide, <laughs> so you don't have to imagine <laughs> the movie's providing it for you. Yeah, but at least you know they're, they're they're like see if I can if they can watch something for two hours with that. It's not it's you know. Yeah, it's seriously. Like you know what? Face, you should have taken them just to see if they can sit there and watch a movie. You, you know? should have taken them to the zoo and let them play with the real animals. Yeah, you know, you know, at least they're outside. Yeah, yeah. But, or even just thinking like how cool some of these animals are or how they look. You know what I mean? But but I, it's funny. It's just like I, I was looking at email. Man, if I was a kid and my parents were in the movies, I would sit in my ass for fucking three and a half hours. I don't care. And sit there and be amazed at this adventure I'm being taken through. You know? It's just weird. Because I, mean, I, I was never taken as a kid to the movies. I think that's what it is more than anything. They have access to entertainment yeah. and videos. and, and so. Yeah. I mean, Fonzo, when we were kids, like – we didn't own – I didn't – neither one of my parents owned VHS cassettes. We had to go rent them. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like going to the movies. I mean we could watch movies on TV, but they were at night. Oops. And there was a fuck ton of commercials. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it wasn't like kid movies like this. You know what I mean? I was watching The Jungle Book. <laughs> Yeah. The 1967 version. But there wasn't that much to be distracted. You would just kind of like run around your, you know, the, the, the house and you'd sit or you'd play. And then when the commercial over, you'd be right back then again. You know? There wasn't like handheld games we'd play where you're like, all right, I'm done watching the movie. I'm bored. You know? Yeah, I don't know. I like so just trying to get them to kill, like do a family night and watch a movie. It's like hard, you know? Like we were watching Harry and the Hendersons, you know? Oh, that's and it's on Netflix right now. Oh, and uh, he was getting into it. And, uh, but then some parts you get bored, so it's like, fuck, you know? It's kind of tough. Are you guys there? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Harley sounds really low. Sorry. I'm, I might have moved around. Are you away from your mic? No, I'm okay. I mean, I'm, I'm here. Oh. Do you sound low to you, Tony? Yeah. You sound like you moved away from it. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, Do chocolate I, rain. Do Come I back. sound low? Yeah. You stepped away from the mic to breathe. <laughs> yeah, but I wonder why it's not, like, coming back. I'm still sounding a lot. Uh, yeah. No, but yeah, Jungle Book definitely recommend it. Your kids, Harley, they love it. 
Right on. Yeah, because I've made them watch the original, too. Oh, so perfect. Oh, yeah, you should totally, yeah, well, it's fresh. You should see, totally see it. I'm looking at the picture right now on IMDb. If you go to IMDb, type in the Jungle Book. Look how menacing the tiger looks. Yeah, I've seen it. And then you hear Edger Selva talk, dude. He's a badass as a villain, dude. He's awesome. Um, yeah. I think, Tony, you would like it a lot, too. I would definitely. Like I, I have a feeling. Like, I was thinking of the scene with Baloo and the kid, and they're doing stuff. I, 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 I Yeah. I've been avoiding the trailers because I feel like I know I'm going to enjoy watching yeah. it. Yeah. I think you, Laney, if you guys wouldn't see it, you'd, you'd have a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, does uh, does King Louie try to get the kid to tell them how to make fire? Uh, make fire. <laughs> it's all the red, the red, the red flower. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. They start singing too. Yeah. I want to be like you. I want to walk like you. I want to talk like you. Mm-hmm. Orangutans, one of the great apes, closest animals to. But in this one, he's huge. Humans. Yeah. He's interesting. Huge. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the kid's kid. So. No, no, I'm not talking about like a huge. I'm talking like King Kong huge. Uh, interesting. He comes out of his cave and he's yeah, he's super scary. Yeah. Tonight, yeah. call my little kids wolf packs. So this is my little wolf pack now. He was, <laughs> <laughs> he was with his little guys and he was with them. And then, like I said, he's he's uh all the animals looking at him like hey, it's a mango. Look at him. He's weird. He stands on his two legs. All the animals are calling him all weird. It's funny. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, you guys definitely check it out. I'd love to talk about it some more. So, all right. So next week, what do we got? What's going on? What oh, shit. What? I just looked up the image. Of what? Yeah, he's gigantic. I told you. <laughs> God damn, son. It's the size of a fucking building. Yeah. And yeah, even there, he looks kind of small. Well, and then there's like other uh orangutans or monkeys or not monkeys but apes. Oh, oh how small they look the movie yeah and they're normal size yeah okay so, so yeah they, i mean they kind of yeah so and when they you. said king louis they weren't fucking around mm-hmm. king ding-a-ling yeah even giancarlo esposito plays a character he plays aquila oh interesting mm-hmm. very good times yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, like I said, the kid's great. Uh, everybody's been, it's cool to hear the voices, you know. But um, but I, you you forget him because I'm, I was so invested in it. It was awesome. But you can't but you can't help when you first begin watching and going, oh, who's that voice again? Who is it? Oh yeah, you know, just like any animated movie. I, at least I do. Mm-hmm. So, all right, for next week, what do we got? What do we got? I got the homework, so I try to make it the homework this week. But I'm gonna make it this week now. Might be, might be, it might be cheesy as hell because it came out in '84, but at the time when this movie came out, I'm sure everybody was going crazy over it. Let's go crazy for some Purple Rain. Uh-huh. I've never seen it. I'm sure you guys never seen it. Yeah, I'm, I have not Yeah. Clarence Williams. Clarence Williams the third is in it. He plays the father. Do you guys know who that is? Uh-huh. I know who Clarence Williams the third is. Yeah. yeah. Who is he, Harley? It's fucking uh what's his name? Sir um, spoke a lot. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so who got the extra credit? I got the extra credit. We're going back uh not too far away, nineteen ninety three. Back in uh, Michael Douglas. Oh. Borderline personality disorder. Uh oh. Goes crazy in the streets. Uh oh. Falling down. Uh oh. Oh, I 
I think we s- talked about this on the podcast it may years have been, ago. It may have been when I wasn't on the podcast, it's but possible. I looked it up and it wasn't on any on any list. Okay. Okay. Oh, was it? Yeah. I, I, maybe I saw it. I, I want to say I picked this a long, 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 long time ago. Well, it's yeah. not on the. No, no, that's fine. I mean, it's yeah. it's certainly been long enough where I could rewatch this. It, this is a borderline slater for me, if I recall correctly. It's, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. So, yeah. no, I'm happy to watch it again. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was one of those uh, early Joel yeah, Schumer. Frankie used to quote the shit out of this movie. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. The surplus store owner. Oh, that's what that is, Frederick Forrest? That thing was in. He was on Saved by the Bells. This was, uh, this was Joel Schumacher before uh, Batman and Robin. <laughs> Are we still doing good? Yeah. Wow. Purple Rain and Falling Down. That's a great double feature, if I ever say so myself. Yeah, certainly. Uh, you know, this was 93, so, you know, yeah. 80s, 90s. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Early like Michael said, Douglas. Like I said, this was at, 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 at a Prince's, like, top, at his peak, right? When he came out, he came out with a fucking movie, like, there was like everyone, he was just this enigma, but then he's like, what? He can talk? He can, he's in the movie? <laughs> and his, in the movie, he plays the kid. That's his name. Mm. So, yeah, Apollonia. How's this, take his first chick. Alright, right on, right on. Has you got anything else? Your weekends? If I talked about it, kind of went into my extra there. Yeah. Oh yeah, with the movies. Um, Got rid of our cats. It's about the most exciting thing we did. Uh, What's that? Besides working, I uh, found somebody to take our cats. So. Oh, nice. Both of them. Yep. Very cool. Well, we rearranged. um... Now you're gonna see the movie Keanu. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We did some uh, rearranging here in the house. We moved uh, Mazzy upstairs into oh. uh, sort of a landing room uh, that would was previously basically unused. And then me and Chris moved into Mazzy's room, which is uh, basically the same size cubic feet wise, but it's a square room as opposed to the bedroom we were in is long and skinny. Mm-hmm. And so... You have to like shimmy alongside the bed because the fucking room is so goddamn narrow. <laughs> so there's like eight inches on each side of the queen size bed. Like you wouldn't even be able to get a king size bed into that room. It's so fucking <laughs> small. Um, and so we went into the uh, um, to the room right next to it. And uh, these are the original rooms of the house that were built in the twenties. So um, original hundred year old hardwood floors and stuff. So. Yeah. Um, but interestingly, um, when I was out visiting Jeremy a couple weeks ago, he uh, gave me a TV. Well, actually, it's not a TV. It's a monitor mm-hmm. wall mount that's on a hinge. So you can, like, move it around, like, mm-hmm. extend it. And, like, you know, it's not just fixed flat against right. the wall. Those are awesome. But, yeah, it's really cool. And it says it's rated at 60 pounds. So I was like, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, this this is, like, a, for a TV. Well, it had a mounting bracket that didn't match any of the TVs, and it's got that Visa mount or whatever that mounts to most monitors. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Fuck, I can't hang this. I can't hang a TV." And 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 then the, because of the the size of the room, there was no place to put the TV. I had to hang it on the wall. Mm-hmm. But where we put the bed, 
there wasn't enough wall space on the other side to put the TV. So I really had to like kind of hang it in the corner. Mm-hmm. So I was like, fuck, I got to figure out a way to get this mount to work. Because if I can, I can hang the TV in the corner and I can angle it downwards. And uh, I could even take a picture of you. And uh, it would work. So I literally like custom built a bracket to <laughs> adapt its bracket to the mounting holes of of what the brick tv uh-huh so so i i just had some scrap steel uh, in the backyard and i cut it using a die grinder and drilled some holes and this went to the guy. hardware store and yeah mounted it found a stud in the wall even though the fucking the drywall behind it is all old lath and plaster and shit <laughs> so fucking nuts so yeah um and I the 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 stud finder i had didn't work because the drywall and the lath and plaster so i literally Pulled a uh, a power out a power outlet and then saw where the the um, uh, stud was and then measured off of that. So that was and then I drilled two small little pilot holes on the outside of the stud to make sure it was there. So we ended up working out perfect. So we got our forty inch up in the corner angled just right and Very cool. uh, got the little uh, Chromecast hooked up to it. So Very cool. Yeah, yeah. So I now I I have a sound bar, one of those um, standalone sound bar things, you know, that does like the fake surround sound. Mm-hmm. But they're powered, so they're like a hundred times better than cheap TV speakers. Yeah. Um, but I didn't want to run like all this, you know, speakers for a surround sound setup. But um, so no, it's it's perfect, and now uh-huh. it's basically like a boombox because you can Chromecast your audio player from your phone. And so we can just play music in there on the on the sound um, board and have like a yeah, you know wireless parties. yeah yeah so I mean you know it's a tiny room but for us for us it's perfect and yeah. then now Mazzy's upstairs so her and Anna are sharing a bathroom and sort of sharing the whole upstairs and they, so they've been spending more time like talking and getting along um, ever since the whole sort of Jamie disappearing act that. Anna has not bonded with Mazzy, so to speak. Um, they've had that whole like sibling rivalry kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And um, so it seems like for the last two or three days, three or four days, Anna has really sort of um, taken Mazzy under her wing. So we're really pleased with how everything worked out. So there's some more moving around. I'm going to move my, my computer still in the living room. It's yeah. It's been here ever since I moved back into the house after me and um, the ex separated and I moved back in the house. So it's been here for, you know, two or three years. Gotcha. So we want to move this into the spare bedroom and I'll move my DJ booth into the back and set up a little table for, you know, little projects and shit like that. So mm-hmm. just kind of optimizing space in the house. So, right. On. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot. I told you it was at Monster Palooza this weekend. Oh, shit. Yeah. This is the first time I was in Pasadena Convention Center. Um, the last couple of times it's been in the Burbank Marriott and it was getting a little too, it was getting a little too crowded. Um, it was getting a little big, a lot, a lot of people were going and it was getting a little too crowded. So this time when you walked in the first, first row, it was like either going over here to the theater room or everyone that was doing signature signs were all in one row and there was a lot of room to walk around and the exhibit hall was a lot bigger. So it was a lot, it was a lot more room. Um, so that, that was, that was cool to see that. It was a lot of fun. Um, and then the, um, I finally got to meet the two other people that do this podcast that I like, Killer POV, this horror podcast. I was finally able to meet the two other co-hosts, 
I was able to meet Rob last year, which was really cool, and I gave him some Twizzlers. This thing happened where they talked about Twizzlers versus Red Vines on the podcast. So whenever any, any fan saw him at a, at a convention or anywhere saw him, they would give him Twizzlers or Red Vines. It was pretty funny. So that, it was this ongoing thing. So last year, I gave Rob some Twizzlers. And he's like, oh, yeah, we still have him at the office. We're still eating them. He said, gave me the green with the caramel inside, right? I'm like, yeah, you remember that? It was crazy. You remember that? Um, so finally, um, so it's two guys and one girl. And Rebecca... McKendry, she used to run Fangoria for a while, or she was like, she worked, she worked on Fangoria, but now she's like editor in chief of Blumhouse.com, like, um, the website for this, the same movie company that's produced all these, like, um, recent horror films that their, their game plan is under, cause I went to their panel and that's, that's why I was able to meet her. Their motto is like, they won't take a movie that's only, that's under five million and then they'll, you know, that's like they're or under four or five and they'll make a lot. So I knew she was going to be there. She was host on the, she was a she was going to be a guest on the panel. So I was waiting in line. I waited an hour early, totally comic con savvy. Tony, he, I was, um, I saw the line. There's only one woman in front of the line. She was waiting for it. So it was like an hour early. I'm like, let me go walk the floor real quick and I'll come back. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I get halfway before I get there and I'm like, nah, you know what? Let me just say, I wait in line. I'll sit down and rest and I'll wait in line. I'll sit there and wait because Next thing I know, 10 minutes later, the line's going to be huge. I just wanted to see it set up front. It's not like it was going to be super crowded like Comic-Con, but I just had that Comic-Con mentality. So I went back, right. sat there, talked to her for a while, and I got up close, you know. And while, I was wait- and while I was waiting, I was telling this lady in front of me, the mom that was waiting, holding that spot for her daughter. I'm like, yeah, there's this woman on the panel I kind of want to meet. She wasn't there last year. This and that. While I'm talking to her, sure enough, she shows up. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, there she is, that's her. She goes, what? That's the girl I was talking about, that's her. She's the host of the podcast. She's like, oh, no way. She's like, well, probably your best chance right now to talk to her. I'm like, oh, you're right. So I go in my bag. I had bought a pack of red vines the day before. So I go, I'm waiting for her to finish talking. And she's like, um, she's about to get someone in her purse. I'm like, pull on her shirt a little bit more, Rebecca. She turns around and say, here, I want to give this to you. She goes, oh, oh shit, oh shit, are you serious? No way, get out of here. It was so funny. Are you posting the picture that she posted? Yep. Yeah, from her Instagram? Yeah. Yep. So I took a picture with her, and she took a picture with her with, from her phone as well. And, uh, yeah, you can see how happy she looks in the picture. That's exactly how she was. She's like, are you fucking serious? Are you kidding me? These for me. I'm like, yeah. She's like, oh, that is so hold on. And then I, I'm like, can I get a picture? Sure. And then the, and the same woman that I was in line with, she took a picture of my phone, and she hands her phone. She's like, let me get a picture too. I'm like, oh, shit, that's so cool. cool. She's taking a picture cool. on her phone. And, uh, and like she said on the, on her post, and the Twizzlers and versus Red Vines debate rages on. <laughs> and you see some people, you know, a quote, they put their, you know, and it's sure enough, it's funny enough, one person said Red Vines, the next person commented the Twizzlers. So, do you guys have a preference? No, I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> you, say that. It, you know, it's, uh, I actually have Costco historically love Twizzlers. Um, but it's, it's kind of like apples and oranges. Um, Really? You know, the original I, licorice. I gotta is, try red vines now because I'm always, I've always get Twizzlers. So I want to see if there's so a So red vines is licorice. Ah. And I have found that red vines, when they're not stale, are amazing. Okay. But more often than not, when I buy red vines, I get them and they're stale. And so they're really hard and chewy. Mm. In which case, Twizzlers, I've never gotten a package that was stale and hard to chew. They're always really soft. 
but I think they're sweeter. I think Twizzlers is maybe got more sugar or something like that. Red uh, Red Vines or licorice is not as I would probably tend to um, guess that they're not as sweet. But again, I've bought Twizzlers or excuse me, Red Vines licorice, and that it all it's always stale. Mm-hmm. And when they're stale, they're fucking hard to eat. Like yeah. really hard to eat. So. <laughs> All right, I'll have to get some and try it. Yeah. yeah. So, like I said, they said they always have that um, cool museum where they have all these cool sculptures. I don't know if you guys saw some of the pictures I posted, but like the one of Kurt Cobain looks um, crazy real from Unplugged. We sitting there with a the guitar, and then there was like one like a tribute to um, um, H.R. Giger. Um, he also looks incredibly real. Then they had a cool Arnold from Terminator One, and they got like the cybernetic eye peeking through the big glasses. Then you got a Bruce Lee and Michael Jackson. They're, all three were in the same like row, row right next to each other. So some of these artwork, it's amazing because that's what Monster Palooza is. It's like a celebration of like special effects. And um, at the end of Saturday night, they had like a little cool concert um, by this band called Monte Revolta. And it's these characters. They're all dressed up. They've got like makeup on. And the, and the, and the guy is hilarious. I don't know if there's – I don't think I put any video clips. But they were presenting an award to Greg Canham. Who's been in the industry for like 40 years? He worked on Lost Boys, um, Bram Stoker's Dracula, The Mask. I mean, just tons of movies. Just it goes everywhere. So, so to present his award, the the singer, the lead singer of the band, um, who's doing a bunch of cover songs and a lot of cool like horror horror themes as well. He comes out. He says Gary Oldman, and we're like, yeah, right, Gary Oldman, Monster Palooza, right? I was an impersonator. Fucking sure enough, it was Gary Goddamn Oldman was there because I mean he was he spent a lot of time in that makeup chair with them for Bram Stoker's, you know. So, um, so when he printed out, everyone got up and started clapping and cheering, like, holy shit, that's incredible. Um, so I think I have a video of that, like, on my phone, like, most of the, the speech. It was pretty cool. He's like, I spent hundreds of hours with him, and now he's the best. Um, which was, it was really cool to see. I couldn't believe he showed up. It was awesome. And then G. Tom Mack, he did a couple, like, two songs. He's the guy that wrote Cry Little Sister, you know, the song that's placed throughout Lost Boys. So he played an acoustic version of it. It was pretty bitching. It was pretty cool to see. Cause normally I've never stayed afterwards for like the costume party or anything like that. Um, but this time I was with my sister and her boyfriend. So I'm like, you know, let's get our money to let's stay. It's only on Saturday night they do that. Um, so that was a lot of fun to see in that. But, um, you see some of the cool sculptures. Like they had this one of a Morton Joe from Matt Fury Road, which is incredible looking. Um, uh, the, the, the cat looking werewolf that Michael Jackson turns into. I'll post some pictures, like I said, me and the, the whole podcast whole group, which was rad. And then I got to meet a couple of the guys that I subscribe to on YouTube. They just kind of do these daily vlogs and review Blu-rays. I, I sent you guys that link, right, that YouTube video? Did you guys see it? Mm. What, what is this again? I guess you didn't see it. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 I did see that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I put the mark on. Thank you very much. Back chilling, showing you're talking about VHS and talking about horror and stuff like that. And he's like, "Hey, we'll buy you a beard." I'm like, "I'm not gonna say no to that." Absolutely, got a blue moon beer. So thanks, thank Absolutely. you very much, man. Last call, last call, literally, literally the last two beers. And it literally was because when I went up to him, they were closing shop. There, everything was getting put away. It was crazy. Hmm. Um, so I was like, "Oh shit, I gotta let me see if I can get some." And I, and I got two of them right away, and uh, I was stoked. So I was like, "Hey, these are the last two. And I'm like, what do you, what do you got? They're all blue moon. I'm like, "All right, perfect," because uh. Sometimes Blue Moon, I don't know. Like if I had too much, it kind of that tastes good. But I was just made thirsty. But it just tasted great and refreshing that day. So I was pretty stoked on that. And he was pretty stoked. And now 
and he put me on videos. Hey, this is crazy. This is like, it's a trip to see like kind of behind the scenes, like how he records and how he does it. I mean, he just puts up his iPhone and records the front facing camera, but I don't know. It was just kind of cool to see. Um, but, uh, it was cool for him to put that. I'm trying to get him on the podcast. So, um, cool. uh, hopefully he'll be a guest pretty soon here. So he lives like in San Diego. Um, but yeah, it was it was an awesome time. I think I was reading that Son of Monster Blues might be back in Burbank. Not sure why, um, but um, but that the convention center was pretty cool. I mean, it was a really nice nice convention center. Pasadena was really nice. It's a little bit. Uh, I think it's. I think the Burbank was a little bit further, but um, it was a nice nice little venue, and uh, it's a cool venue because they sell beer, you know, so you can walk around drinking beer, which is always fun. Um, it's not as, it's not as crowded as Comic Con. It's like a, it's the, it's the horror Comic Con. So, and I was able to find fucking Halloween, um, LP. I was able to find the Halloween one for 50 bucks. Normally it goes for a hundred online. So I was so stoked to find it. And it was the orange colored vinyl too, which was crazy. And then I went to another booth. This guy I always talked to. I was just got a cool, cool rapport with him. I've talked to him for a while, bought stuff from him. Just randomly asked because I've been looking for the Phantasm album, and he goes, "Yeah, I have it, but it's only on the black wax. But for, it's for thirty. I'm like, cool, because there's this one color variant for like forty, and with shipping, it's gonna be like fifty bucks. So I'm like, you know what? That's cool. You know what? Let me just look around. If I don't find anything, I'll take it. So sure enough, I come back, and he goes, you know what? He's like, hey, I got these promotional bags for Trick or Treat. That when the movie was gonna go out in the theater, they 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 had these bags that they were gonna give out. It's like my my buddy came across like twenty of them. He's like, I'll give it to you. Because I was wearing the Sam T-shirt. Oh, cool. Yeah. So he's looking at my shirt and just goes, you know, always get compliments with that shirt. You know, dude. It's yeah. I I know you do too because I know Uh you like to wear it too. I didn't. I like of all the horror shirts I wanted to wear. I didn't know which one to wear. So I was like, what do I wear? I'm like, ah, oh, fuck it. That one's always a good go-to. Yeah. And since and since you were there, because you always wear it, so I was like, well, Tony's not going to be here, so I'm pretty sure I can wear it now because he's not going to wear it. Nice. <laughs> so I wore it. And so when I'm talking to him, he automatically it triggered him. He's like, oh, those trick-or-treat bags. And he's like, uh, you know, he's like, hey, give me your information. I'll mail you one out for free. He's going to mail me out because they were going to throw it away. And it was promotional. So there's one like, what? I'm pretty sure it's pretty rare because nobody has them you know right. they they were ready to toss them but he's like hey give me information and I'll, I'll mail it to you for free and i'm like oh that's dude that's awesome just just cool just talking to him you know and like he's like yeah man you bought stuff for me before you help put lights to turn the lights on and, and feed my kids or whatever just making a joke you know but i'm like that's so cool that you just wanted to give me a free shirt just because i have my shirt you know and uh cool. then I ran into um buzz and andrew from the other podcasts i used to listen to and buzz totally remember my name I'm like holy shit i'm getting to get familiarized with them so much that you know because remember that one time we went to Burbank Tony like wait the very first time I met him um when we met Brooke oh yeah yeah that time. one that one and that Dang. was that was, was that at the same that was called like day of the that was called the uh, weekend of horror remember yes there's a different one yeah and that's where I met him so I've talked to him and I'm like and then oh and then also the director of development for Blumhouse, who used to be the editor in chief for Shock to You, uh, Ryan. You know, I've seen him at, like at Comic Con and seen him at different conventions all the time too. While I'm waiting in line, because it was weird, they had general admission and will call all in the same line. So it was one super long line. I'm like, what's the point of buying them online? I have to be in the general line. Yeah. You know, I thought that was kind of weird. That's pretty stupid. That was all the way in the back. Yeah, it was weird. So I'm standing there in line and I look over and, uh, and there goes Ryan Turk walking by. He goes, puts his hand out. Like, hey, what's up, buddy? I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, I feel like I'm in the inn, you know? It's like, <laughs> I was like, I'm talking to him so much and, you know, just seeing him at conventions. It's like cool. Cause I'm pretty sure all them same horror cats, all the same horror, uh, 
uh, community that all hang out and know each other. They'll be at the John Carpenter uh, show here in June. I'm pretty sure, you know what I mean? So it'll be pretty cool to see them again. I'm pretty sure they're all going. Like, I've seen all of them, and I've seen them post about it. So it'll be cool to see them again. So, but yeah, Monster Blues, it's always fun. You know, it's not as crowded, but you can drink and see some cool horse shit and buy some cool stuff. And they got, always got a lot of cool um, um, booths and stuff. So to me, it's like, you know, it's it's perfect. So um, it was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, that was, uh, and then like I said, Cruz, Cruz birthday. So it's just, it was just a lot. It was just, you know, a lot, a lot going on. Um, but yeah, so but I'm glad Tony's cat's got a new house, you know. <laughs> you, when are you moving in, Tony? May 10th, the week of that week. The next, uh, that's coming up, isn't it? It's a couple of weeks, yeah. Yeah. And then did you guys see the neon trailer demon I posted on our bad boys? You guys didn't say anything. No, I didn't see that. You didn't? I posted on the Bad Boys. Oh, I did. Yeah, I saw it. Nicholas Winden reference new movie. Yeah, it had a uh, had his look to it. Right. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'd like to see it now. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, that wraps up a weird, awkward Bad Boys podcast that was uh, started off. Not too long, not too short. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 gonna start really weird because we're like, uh, this is what happened, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, you know, but we'll, we, you know, we're we'll professionals. See how I manage we handle that. it. You know what I mean? We we talked about Prince for a long time. Before. <laughs> we, yeah, we did. We did give our. We did. Like I said, we gave a lot of uh, airtime to Bowie, but believe me, we we gave a lot of you know, airtime to Prince too. But uh, yeah. um, it just didn't get recorded. <laughs> I remember Stone Cold talking about that one time too. He had a guest on. He had a uh, Fluffy Gabriel Iglesias. He said he was really funny. He was fucking killed. He had all these cool stories, and it didn't record. <laughs> so a couple weeks later he had him back with his friend and they were trying to talk about it it just wasn't the it's same, not the same you know? man never it is it yeah, yeah. it's just kind of weird yeah I mean that's the same reason why we try not to talk about movies while we're um, like right after we watch them like in person we always try to save it for the podcast oh shit that just reminded me what? I had an extra <laughs> you're worse than me yo that's why he always asks at the beginning so Tony can write it down and remember. I forgot. I completely forgot that I watched this movie. Yeah, um, you watched it. We talked about it in my house. And we talked. We started talking about it at Fonzo's cruise party. So talking about it at cruise party, and then I was like, "Wait, I'll save it for the podcast." <laughs> oh man, I saw the witch. Yes, you did. And uh, it was it was awesome. Like uh, it was very creepy. Had that mood. Um, that really dark mood. It was very, it felt very sinister. Um, it was that, it had that Salem witch trials vibe, you know, back when people were fucking scary. And that's, and that's what I was going to say. Um, that this movie made me feel like if you cut away, if you take out all the parts where they're obviously trying to make it like a supernatural, something's out there, witchy vibes, right? If you just cut away all of that shit and just focus on the human nature, the people back then, like they have n- no idea how to reason and have common sense. So they will believe the craziest shit and blame you for stuff. And then they'll f- burn you at the pyre. Yeah. Like that to me was we'll more. Burn was, you at the pyre. At, the what? Right. They'll b- burn you at the stake, burn you on. Oh, a pi- yeah. Okay. Okay. Like, uh, you know, they, you know, they burned witches and whatnot. They sure, burned real yeah. people and it was easy. And, and it, you can really see how people, where it would um, kind of talk themselves into 
you know, the, the, their whole religious fanaticism and like, do they have to? We gotta the kill them because- Modern technology would look like straight up magic. Right, yeah. right. Yes. But it, that's, to me, that was one of the, the, the scarier part of the movie, uh, is, is how, like the mom, how crazy she was and how they were so quickly, you know, turn on, turn on her own children type thing. Um, but right away, the baby gets taken away. Yeah, yeah. Right at the beginning, you know. Right at the beginning, yeah, the baby gets taken, and she's just like fucking ready to murder her own daughter. Um, it is but, a little hard to dialect because it's like very like. Yes, that oh, is one thing. It's well, got, not thick. It's like um, very historically accurate. Interesting. Times. So there's a lot of these and thous and why that that has thou you know things. Thank you. And, I'm like, <laughs> I what? couldn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, so there, that is that is a little tough to get around, but um, overall, yeah, no, I give it a dollar. It was it was goddamn enjoyable. I'd buy that for a dollar. And that last creepy creepiness was definitely creepy. Yeah, a black fellow. He said that last bit of creepiness was definitely creepy. Yep. Is that what I said? Yes, <laughs> yeah. I think so. That should be on the poster. <laughs> that last part <laughs> that last of creepy is very creepy. <laughs> Play it back, Tony. You'll see. If yeah, you, I, I, that is if you recorded it. I accidentally <laughs> stopped recording right before I said it. <laughs> yeah, no, dude. So, yeah, it's yeah, so go. cool. You like the witch? That's awesome. Yeah, you both yeah, saw it. Enjoyed it. We both saw it, and and she, Lainey managed to watch it the whole time too. So, and, and she didn't have nightmares. And she said there's no jump scares. She says there are no jump scares, but I had my hand on the volume knob, and I know if I would have left the volume alone, it would have made her jump a bit. Yeah. So, but yeah, there's it, there, there's only a handful of them. Yeah, no, it's it's. For the most part, I, I'm dying to watch it again. Like I'm, I, I want to see what subtitles on, just so I can catch what they're saying, you know, and just catch mm-hmm. more of it. But it's so dread and 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 the the, the feel of it is just, it's got that like gray monotone look to it. It's you know the the, the whole movie. Uh-huh. It's just yeah. has that, like, that weird, dread, you know what I mean? It's just dread. It's just long. oh yeah, it's just it works. It's really. I, but some people, it's not like you know. But the jump scare is not scary, man. It was boring. It's not scary. That's the thing, right? People, like, it's, it was 50-50. It was mixed. It's because it had a lot of hype going to it. It's like, oh, man, it's really scary. And hype, it can, it's like a double-edged sword, right? It can either kill it or, you know, or, um, or people are going to love it. So, mm-hmm. but, yeah, but hype can be, can be bad sometimes. So I remember hyping up drive so much and then hardly hated the first time. <laughs> yeah. I, cause it wasn't what I expected. I exactly. went in with some preconceived notions, which mm-hmm. is. Could be uh, bad. Like I said, it could be bad. Yeah. Well. Oh, Alright, well, cool, man. We're at the 1240 mark, so we, uh. Yeah. I know, I gotta yeah, go wrap this up. Go down to Reading for a field trip with Mazzy. Oh, nice. Very yeah. cool. Absolutely. Take pictures. Yeah. yeah. And how's three, episode 300 going, Tony? <laughs> <laughs> it's still back there. Pretty soon you're gonna have to re-release it as episode 400. I know. <laughs> oh man, so it's it's still coming, folks. You know, keep your eye out for it. It'll drop sometime. So I've been your host Fonzo, saying we ride together. Harley, we die together. MCP, bad boys for life. We wait for episode 300 together. <laughs> Hopefully he's recording. <laughs>